welcome to another episode of Arrow Chapter and Verse. Today we're talking about Arrow, Season 5, Episode 10, Who Are You? Oh boy. I really want to know! Okay, alright, alright, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'll stop. It was... Oh, the temptation was, was too great. Um, and I think the only reason we didn't get any of that on this show is, is thanks to uh, CSI. Who, who probably, I don't even know if they're still on the air. Like, uh, I used to watch CSI a lot, and then I got really bored with it and stopped and have no idea what's happening except now that there's like eight of them or something. I, I don't even know. Okay. So, sorry. We're not talking about CSI. This isn't a CSI podcast. We're talking about the Arrow. Uh, so, what I mentioned, I think I mentioned that... Uh, Laurel came back, and it was, it was obvious to me, I think it was obvious to everybody who keeps up with, you know, The Flash, uh, that uh, this was Dark Siren, uh, Laurel from Earth 2, who is not a good person. Um, so she comes back, and she has a story about how the, uh, the legends managed to bring her back without causing a time aberration. Uh, Felicity is the second person who sees her. She's suspicious immediately. They have a party. To welcome Laurel back, everybody's like, well, this feels weird because Felicity's boyfriend just died, and as uh, Curtis slash Mr. Terrific puts it, uh, um, Evelyn betrayed them, and Prometheus is still out there, so yeah, it's like, well, we're having a party, and Felicity does a thing where she cleverly gets Laurel's DNA and finds out that there is a match, and then... Uh, I think Renee says, Renee or Curtis, one of the two of them says evil twin, and she's like, oh, I need to call Cisco immediately. But before she could do that, she's interrupted by a canary cry. Or I guess a siren's call would be the best way to put this. Um, so I was actually kind of surprised at the speed with which the, uh, the ruse was dropped and Black Siren just started screaming and a screaming. Uh, at everyone, and once again destroyed uh, the arrows, uh, the Green Arrow now, uh, headquarters. Um, I, I don't know how many times that headquarters has been trashed, but it's a lot. And I don't know where they're getting the money. I guess Ollie still has cash? Um, they never go into that, because he, I mean, he's the mayor, but he didn't have a job for season four. Um, and we've only seen the Queen Mansion in flashbacks, which is weird to me, like, Unless that was considered a corporate asset and he lost it when Palmer took over and whatnot. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where, what, what's happening. Let's just say the Green Arrow has a source of cash that appears to be inexhaustible. All right? Okay. He's very wealthy. Um, all right. So what else? Okay. So most of this episode is given over to what do we do with Black Siren? And Oliver's like, I think I could reach her. I think she could be reformed. I think it's going to be okay. And Felicity's like, dude, this isn't our Laurel. She's a criminal. She's not a good person. We need to do something about this. So let's talk about the highlights. Um, after uh, she trashes the headquarters, uh, Prometheus says that she's failed, and she's like, but I should have killed him. And he's like, no, you listen to me. And he grabs her by the throat, which apparently stops her from doing the screaming. It's it's just that, like, if I, uh, I don't know, if I were her and Prometheus showed up, I'd just automatically scream at him. I'd just scream at him until he was done, because, you know, that kind of guy, he's not going to leave you alone. 
he's not going to leave you alone until he's good and done with you. And that that's, I mean, that's not the kind of thing that anybody wants, I think. So, yeah, that's what I would have done. Also, stuff going on, uh, Diggle's in prison. I might have missed something in the last episode. I, I don't think I skipped an episode. I think I watched all of the episodes. Uh, but Diggle's in prison. And Oliver asks Adrian Chase, the DA, to intervene. And apparently, Adrian Chase gets there right as John Diggle's being transferred. And... Uh, the guy who's going to transfer him is the general who was crooked and got him into this position anyway. And Adrian Chase is like, do you have all these forms? And the general's like, I have these forms and I can call the attorney general and have you disbarred in 15 seconds or whatever. I mean, he doesn't sound like that, but kind of. And Adrian Chase is like, okay, but I get to hold Diggle for 24 hours or whatever. And the dude's like, well, I, I expect to see him in 24 hours, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not super interested in this plot line. Uh, I, I just. Uh, I, I. I'm not super interested in like John is involved. Going to be involved in rooting out corruption in the military yet again. We saw that with his brother, and there's no real emotional connection to this uh, because he. You know, we, we, you know, he joined the military. All we got to see of his time in the military was that one kid, that rookie, who got killed when the general tried to, you know, steal the WMDs and sell them to somebody. So I, I don't I don't really feel a connection to John's time in the military. It's just sort of there, and it also didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, I guess you don't, you don't want to join Argus because your wife's the boss, and that's going to be awkward. You know, it's like worse than working together, just normal working together, I guess. You're in a secret agency and your your wife is the boss. That's got to be, that's got to cause some strain. Um, but yeah, so uh, let me skip to the end of this plot line. Uh, the next day, Adrian Chase shows up to talk to John Diggle, who is for some reason not handcuffed. He's not handcuffed. And John hauls off and punches Adrian Chase. And then the general comes in. He's like, what in tarnation is he? He doesn't say that. But I like to think of him as that kind of caricature. So what in tarnation is going on? And Adrian Chase is like, well, he just decked me. And due to paragraph 5, subsection C of circular B64, uh, as the district attorney, I get to remand him over to custody if he's committed a secondary crime and he assaulted the city official. blah de blah de blue and the dude's like, I'm going to go get a writ from the president. And, you know, Adrian Chase has something cool and whatever. And I'm like, this is the same president who, like, honored John Diggle earlier for fighting off an invasion of aliens? I, I, I suspect maybe, you know, maybe. Oh, well, I guess she doesn't know it was John Diggle. She knows it was um, Spartan. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll reveal his secret identity. I mean, it's not like it's that hard at this point to figure out that Oliver Queen is the arrow, but, uh, or the green arrow, but, um, maybe he won't reveal that he's Spartan. I feel that if he did reveal that he was Spartan, the, the president might be like, well, I think I'm going to give you a pardon and it's okay, but, uh, we're probably not going to see that happen. Other stuff that's going on, uh, Renee keeps, there's a bunch of Renee and Curtis scenes, um, Though one of them is at the party, uh, another one is after Black Canary trashes the uh, 
trashes the hideout. Uh, Curtis is walking away, and he's very he's very angry. And Renee's like, Renee just keeps pushing him. And Curtis is finally like, this has cost me everything, and all I do is keep getting beat up, and it doesn't feel like I'm making a difference. And, you know, Renee's like, oh, damn, I guess that's right. Uh, there's not much I can do about that. And Curtis walks off. Uh, so the, there's a, there's another wrap-up scene, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. So back to the main plot line. Uh, after the conversation with Prometheus, uh, Oliver, she calls Oliver and is like, but he made me do it and meet me at the Black Canary statue. And Oliver's like, okay, I'll do it. And he shows up with uh, Ragman, uh, Wild Dog, and Mr. Terrific is back up. And he's like, don't do anything unless I say. And Felicity puts him on a separate channel and she's like, no, you go when I say you go. Black Canary pulls out a phone. She thinks it's a gun. She says, go. And again, I've mentioned this a bunch. Wild Dog is using guns. He is shooting bullets at people. And he, he is he has the accuracy of a stormtrooper. He hasn't hit anyone, which is good, because that means he's not killing anyone. But he's also not... Okay, so the thing about the arrows. Oliver uh, takes time to shoot the arrows, even if it's not much time. But he takes time to aim and shoot. Wild Dog is really just spraying bullets. He's really just spraying bullets out there. And I I just don't... I just don't know... Uh, what what to do about this? Like nobody nobody seems to have addressed it in show. Nobody seems to care, uh, but they're still trying not to kill people. And uh, I, I guess maybe it's good that he has the accuracy of a stormtrooper. Maybe he just hits buildings. Maybe his wild firing of bullets just provides cover. Uh, maybe he's like that stereotypical Texan in The Simpsons who's just shooting bullets up into the air. I I don't know. But uh, anyway. Uh, Black, uh, all right, so Felicity says go when Black Canary pulls out the phone. Everybody goes. She starts screaming. Oliver hits her with a trank dart, and uh, they end up putting her in a cage back in um, back in Ollie's lair, uh, thanks to Cisco's um, diagrams, so they know how to build a power dampener. Okay, so Oliver talks to her and is like, I think you could be redeemed. Uh, and then Felicity talks to her and she's like, I'm so evil and totally evil and you shouldn't trust me and I hate all of you. And Felicity's like, yeah, you know what? I don't really like you either. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the power goes out. Now, I, I have to admit, um, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to the show at this point. Uh, so I swear I heard an arrow sound and then the power went out and she screamed. And as always, she, you know, she screamed and three seconds later, she Batmaned out of there. Um, so I thought maybe Prometheus had something to do with it. Uh, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Uh, but Felicity later, when Oliver shows up, Felicity, and he's like, but Cisco gave us these diagrams and we built it according to his specifications. What's going on? What's the matter? And Felicity says, oh, well, I let her go. And Oliver's like, what? And she's like, don't worry, I put tracking nanites in the water that I gave her so we can track her. And there's a whole bunch of, like, you know, that's what you did with Anarchy, that's how we found Dark, and Oliver's like, but I trust her, kind of, sort of, and Felicity's like, she just looked like Laurel, she's not regular Laurel, she's extra crispy Laurel. Yeah, so the, there's there's a lot of this. Like I said, that's, that's pretty much what the meat of this episode is about, is Oliver and Felicity battling over the ways in which they perceive uh, Laurel from Earth 2. 
then Oliver uh, goes back to, well, they, they track Prometheus, uh, but not before Curtis is like, I think I can build a portable power dampener. Um, Oliver's fighting Prometheus. He hits him with a dart full of diazepam, and Prometheus is like, I spent years in Australia building up an immunity to diazepam. Um, and they have a fight, and he's like, but if you fight me, then Felicity dies, because Black Siren confronts Felicity, and she's like, I think I'm going to kill you. And she starts screaming, uh, but then Curtis uses the power dampener, and that's sort of it for Black Siren, and Prometheus escapes in the confusion, because why not, why have a, a confrontation with the Big Bad when you can drag it out for an entire season? And that's, that's one of the reasons that I didn't like Prometheus killing Tobias Church. It was, it was too easy for that to happen. It was, it was just an easy removal of a character. Uh, plus, I do like the actor. I liked him as Cuddy on the Wire. I liked him as Tobias Church. Um, and I don't know. I, it, I was talking with a friend uh, about this the other day, about the, uh, the scale back that they had in Green Arrow between seasons four and five, right? You go from a, a magic world-ending threat to this guy who's just trying to kill you and destroy your life. And honestly, the way that they're running Prometheus, it's one of those things where, where I think maybe the British have the right idea about seasons, uh, that they should be short and to the point and have the character arcs work over six episodes. Because stretching Prometheus out for what is going to be 23, like it's not even 23 yet. I think this is episode 10 and I'm already kind of sick of Prometheus. Stretching him out for another 13 episodes uh, as him being the big bad is just, yeah, it's like, really? That's, so is he's just going to dance around it? I'm going to torture you more, Oliver Queen. Look at what else I can do. Torture, torture, torture. Look at how many of your associates I, I can kill or whose lives I can ruin. <clears throat> he doesn't really sound like that, but that's sort of the how he sounds in my head. Um, I, I'm also, I am interested to know his motivation because I don't think it's Pharmaguy. I mean, maybe it is Pharmaguy. Maybe he is son of Pharmaguy and that's what, um, that's what's going on. And he's like, perhaps you should have prosecuted my father rather than killing him. But, um, you know, if it's not something super interesting and if we don't get to see it soon, I'm, I'm going to continue to be bored of Prometheus and to, not pay as much attention as I should to the Arrow episodes, especially given the fact that I am I am currently uh, making this review podcast. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to be better, but the show is letting me down. Um, let's talk about the flashbacks. Uh, flashbacks, it's, it's brought for time again. We are not flashing back to earlier in Arrow, which is good. Uh, so Oliver has been taken from... Uh, Dolph Lundgren by the leader of the Bratva who's made a deal with him and the leader of the Bratva is like I don't understand why you would do any of this you, you have picture of woman why did you not go home to woman and Oliver's like after the things I've done I couldn't go home and apparently this dude in the Bratva has a degree in psychology because he's like oh so you feel you are a monster you feel it is your responsibility like a child taking responsibility for being left out in cold well, that is not it. And then there's a bunch more gangster stuff. And 
uh, dude is, you know, threatening to shoot Oliver, you know, it's like, you follow me or you'll die, kind of thing. And then we hear a commotion, and he sends his bodyguards to go figure out what's going on, and they don't come back, and then somebody comes in shooting arrows, and he looks, and under the hood he sees Laurel, but it's not Laurel. Uh, it turns out to be Talia al Ghul, who apparently has been looking for him in Russia. So she is the woman who undoubtedly trains him. I am interested to see why she would train Prometheus, unless she thought Prometheus was, of course, worthy of training. Maybe we'll get some Prometheus flashbacks. That'd be all right. I'd be okay with seeing some Prometheus flashbacks and how he, he started out on this journey and whatnot. Uh, but she saves him, and that's that's the end of the flashback. Okay. Um, other stuff. There's another Curtis and Renee uh, talk, and Curtis is like, yeah, I built this cool power dampening thing. And Renee's like, yeah, that was a pretty bad move. But don't you ever lay hands on me again? The kind of thing where Curtis still doesn't understand the kind of people he's working with. Like, I like Curtis. I really do. But he's out of his depth. And he continues to be portrayed as out of his depth. And if he's going to be Mr. Terrific, he needs to get on the ball. Like, we've already seen the spheres. He's got the spheres. But he's not using them to their full potential. And I would love to see him get the spheres working in a similar way to Mr. Terrific on Justice League Unlimited. Uh... Because, as we all know, I love me some Justice League Unlimited. All right. Um, so then, you know, uh, Oliver and Felicity have a conversation. Like, you know, as he's like, I really want to uphold Laurel's legacy. She's like, we'll build another statue. He's like, that's not what I mean. She's like, so you're going to train another Black Canary? And he's like, somewhere out there, there's a woman who's worthy of the mantle. And then we cut to Hub City, and there's a bar, and there's two big guys playing pool. And the waitress comes over to give them their food, and one of them's like, well, I think I want to order something not on the menu. And it, he doesn't exactly sound like that, but he kind of does. And they look kind of bikery. Uh, and they proceed to threaten her, and then there's a woman at the bar who's like, oh, you dudes are really cliche. I can't believe that you've, you, you, your manhood is so small that you team up to threaten this woman, and they're like, what are you going to do about it? And then, as you might expect, she canary cries, uh, and they, you know, fall to the floor stunned. And we've never seen her before. So, again, I don't know why Katie Cassidy got kicked off the show, because they are doing their level best to replace Black Canary. So, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I probably never will get it because I'm not going to do any research into it because I don't care that much. But we're at the end of another episode of Arrow, chapter and verse. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a good day, and I'll see you next time.